If you're suffering from a serious health challenge or just want to protect your good health, I want to tell you about Metatrol Fermented Wheat Germ Extract from American Biosciences. Imagine every cell in your body working at peak performance, achieving enhanced energy, quality of life, and optimal immune system performance. More than 50 research articles in peer-reviewed medical journals describe fermented wheat germ extracts remarkable health benefits in a wide range of serious health challenges. Metatrol is the most potent fermented wheat germ extract ever produced, and it's it's the only one that's gluten-free. Just two Metatrol capsules daily supports your immune system, cellular health, and energy production. Rescue your mitochondrial function and optimize your energy with Metatrol fermented wheat germ extract. For more information and to order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518. 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist here in New York. If you'd like to make an appointment, call the office 212-779-1744, 212-779-1744. If you'd like to email me with questions or topics of interest, you can email me to radio, to, sorry, to questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. I've got a question here from Nate. We always hear so much about omega-3 and omega-6, right? The fatty acids, omega-3 fatty acids like in your fish and things and the omega-6s that we get elsewhere, GLA, borage, evening primrose, other types, but not very much about omega-7. What is omega-7 fatty acid? Do we need it? Is it harmful? What are its health benefits, if any? What food sources contain omega-7? Should we include omega-7 in our supplement routine? And while we're on this subject, what about omega-9? So this is a great question, Nate. Thank you for emailing this. So let me dive into it. Omega-7, right, is actually called palmitoleic acid, palmitoleic acid, not palmitic, that is different, palmitoleic acid, right, resembling a monounsaturate. So we already know that omega-3s are good for cardiovascular health, right, but we rarely hear about the omega-7 fatty acids called palmitoleic acid. Now, studies show that omega-7s can offer a wide range of health benefits, from skin health to heart health to maintaining healthy blood sugar levels and to encouraging a healthy inflammatory response. So how can you make sure that you're getting enough of this 
omega fat, this omega-7 fat, should we be taking a supplement? Because omega-7 is a type of fatty acids. These subunits or building blocks of the fat in our bodies and the foods we eat, they help us efficiently absorb nutrients, our micronutrients from our diet, from our food, our vitamins and our minerals. They can help to maintain metabolism and provide energy. And supplementing with omega-7 fatty acids can be an excellent way to complement the heart-healthy benefits of fatty acids like the omega-3s, right? And you've heard of, of supplements of omega-3, 6, and 9, right, for example. And omega-9, just so we're clear, is it represents one of the main monounsaturated fatty acids found in plant and animal sources. And they're synthesized in the human body, but they, they, though not fully compensating all body requirements. So these are partially essential fatty acids, meaning the body makes some, but not enough for its full complement. We need to get it from the diet. So another name for an omega-9 fatty acid is oleic acid. An oleic acid as in found in olive oil, right? So they're helpful in that regard. Coming back to these omega-7s, it really caught researchers' attention when it showed its ability to act as a hormone in the body and to help support healthy metabolism. It's a lipokine. This is the, its meaning, that it's a lipokine. This means omega-7 can detach from fatty tissue and have a positive metabolic effect on organs, benefiting mucous membranes, the skin, the heart, and palmitoleic acid is the most abundant type of omega-7 fatty acid. It's present in tissues throughout the body, throughout the body and particularly in the liver. And emerging research reveals that this monounsaturated fatty acid offers many health-promoting benefits, just like olive oil, which is an omega-9. So what does... There are five specific ways that the omega-7s can benefit health. And research indicates... Research links healthy serum levels of omega-7 with supporting healthy C-reactive protein levels. That's a marker of inflammation, CRP, C-reactive protein, and promoting a healthy inflammatory response. Omega-7 helps support digestion. It helps support liver health and overall health at a cellular, cellular level. So really healthy from head to toe. Number two of the five ways is it's a heart-healthy fatty acid. The clinical research shows omega-7 supports a healthy heart by maintaining 
already healthy cholesterol and blood sugar levels. Studies also show that eating more omega-7 rich foods or supplementing with palmitoleic acid is associated with supporting already healthy HDL and LDL blood levels. Okay. Number three, it boosts collagen production. Everybody's taking a collagen supplement. Omega-3, omega-7 promotes collagen production, an essential protein for healthy skin, hair, and nails. In preclinical studies, omega-7 was shown to influence healthy fat metabolism and inhibit the size of fat cells and amount of overall fat. And this is number four, how omega-7s can help support a healthy weight. And studies also show omega-7 promotes healthy fat metabolism, prompting the body to use it for energy production. This healthy fat also encourages already healthy blood sugar levels and promotes feelings of satiety which are vital components of healthy weight management. You know, it's fats and proteins in our diet that provide satiety, not the carbohydrates. And number five, eyes. In a preclinical study, subjects who took omega-7 rich sea buckhorn, buckhorn, buckthorn, pulp oil orally encouraged healthy eye lubrication and tear production. So omega-3s, which everybody knows about, and omega-7 are both fatty acids. They're not quite the same. So what is the difference? Both omega-3 and omega-7 are beneficial to the body, but in somewhat different ways. Omega-3 benefits the heart, brain, joints, and omega-7 is well known for supporting a healthy response to inflammation. So palmitoleic acid, where do these numbers three and seven come from at the end of omegas? Fatty acids, they consist of a straight chain of carbon and hydrogen atoms attached by a single or double bond and rarely triple bonds. The number next to the fatty acids name like omega-3 or omega-7 shows where the saturation occurs within the chain. So that means omega-3 fatty acids have double bonds that are three carbon atoms from the ends of the chain. And as you guessed it, omega-7s have a double bond, seven carbon, uh, seven carbon atoms from the ends of the chain, hence the three and the seven. Another difference is that omega-3 fatty acids have three double bonds, making them polyunsaturated fats. Omega-7s only have one double bond, so they are monounsaturated, just like the omega-9s, which is monounsaturated as an olive oil. Oleic acid is what we're talking about. So is omega-7 a fish oil? The term fish oil is used interchangeably with omega-3 fatty acids particularly EPA and DHA, which, as you know, are well known for their brain 
and heart benefits, you can't really use the words fish oil in place of omega-7, however. And that's because while you'll find omega-7 fatty acids in some fish oils, they're not the same as the omega-3s. However, omega-7 does complement omega-3 benefits. So it's a good idea to take them both together as part of a supplement plan. Now, your body can make omega-7 fatty acids from other nutrients. And that's why it's essential to have balanced and nutrient-rich meals. You'll find omega-7s in fatty foods like salmon and anchovies. Hey, but that's where the omega-3s are. That's right. And so is some omega-7. You'll find it in salmon and anchovies. You'll also find omega-7s in macadamia nuts, in avocados, and as I mentioned earlier, sea buckthorn. If it's not feasible to consume enough fish, or if you don't like macadamia nuts, you know, you may want to find other ways to complement your lifestyle choices. Do you like guacamole? Dive into some avocado. So this is really important stuff. And don't forget that the omega-3s versus the omega-6s, right? The omega-3s are the ones that are most well-known. The omega-6s, the ones that are most beneficial, the main omega-6s, are linoleic acid and gamma-linolenic acid, GLA. That gamma-linolenic acid you'll find in places like borage oil or evening primrose oil. This is the beneficial omega-6, which is responsible for the healthy production of the anti-inflammatory prostaglandins as opposed to the inflammatory prostaglandins, right? For example, in menstrual cramps, when you've got the the inflammatory type of prostaglandins, that causes the pain of menstrual cramps. But GLA, gamma-linolenic acid, found in evening primrose oil, borage oil, these are often touted as beneficial in helping to reduce menstrual cramps because it introduces the anti-inflammatory, the production of anti-inflammatory prostaglandins that is initiated by GLA. Now, this is the healthy omega-6. There are the unhealthy omega-6s that we get from a lot of processed foods and grains and vegetable and seed oils like corn oil and canola, sunflower, safflower, rapeseed, cottonseed, all of these, peanut oil. You don't want these oils. They're full of a lot of inflammatory (coughs) omega-6 fatty acids. So gamma-linoleic acid and linoleic acid By definition, these are the only essential fatty acids, meaning the body can't produce them endogenously, so we must consume them regularly. However, the body can synthesize longer-chain fatty acids, 
like the EPA, the DHA, the GLA, from borage and even primrose oil. But it's lacking in the effectiveness. You want to eat fish to get your omega-3s. And also, you know, we have a, biochemically, we have desaturase pathways where a saturated fatty acid is taken and desaturated to become what the body needs. It might be an omega-6, a 7, a 9, palmitoleic acid, oleic acid, right? GLA or LA, linoleic acid. The body can help do that, but you've got to have good nutrition happening, a good source of vitamins and minerals for those desaturase pathways to be working. So it's not just a matter of you ate saturated fat and that's it. The fact that you ate some saturated fat, say stearic acid in the meat you would just ate, the steak you just ate, it doesn't necessarily remain as saturated fat in the body. If your desaturase pathways are working properly because you eat a good balanced diet with the proper micronutrients and fats, that saturated fat from your diet can be broken down and and converted via the desaturase pathway into the needed fats by by your body. Maybe your body needs a little more omega-3. It can help break that down, right? So really, saturated fats, there are no double bonds at all. And that's why saturated fats are fantastic when it comes to high heat cooking. Their molecular structure, because there are no double bonds, they are linear in their molecular structure, meaning the molecules lay flat on top of each other. They're not volatile under high heat cooking. When there's a lot of broken, not, I don't want to call it broken, when there are double bonds, like there's one double bond in the omega-9, the omega-7, where there's a bend in that molecule, there are none in the saturated fats because there are no double bonds between the carbons, right? But in the omega-6 fatty acids, the other, there are even more double bonds occurring. So there are bends in those molecules. And when all these bendy molecules, you know, it's like a bunch of monkeys in a barrel, so to speak. You're, you know, a barrel full of monkeys, that game. They're not lying li- linearly on top of each other, like Pringles potato chips, if I may use that example in this podcast. You know how they lie. Uh, you ha- they're made exactly the same shape. That's kind of how saturated fats are. But when there are a lot of these double bonds, they're not lying on top of each other straight. They're kind of all over. And this brings a volatility in high heat situations like in cooking. That's why you don't want to cook much with vegetable oil. Olive oil would be okay because of the one double bond and because of the beneficial antioxidants contained in olive oil can help to kind of counteract. But listen, you don't want to be doing, you know, fried chicken and shallow fry oil and stuff like that. Put it in the oven, roast it in the oven. Put your coating on it, whatever that may be. But you may be better off. 
So these are the various fats, and you know that the key omega-3 benefits, proper circulation, help regulate heart rate, can help improve endothelial function. But the bottom line really, and I really love this question from Nate about omega-7s, you're getting a lot of these fats from your diet. If you're eating salmon, anchovies, some nuts, macadamias in particular, avocados, or you're taking a sea buckthorn supplement, that's also helpful. But when you're following nature's rule, meaning variety, diversity in all of your food choices, the variety in all of your food choices brings to the table a variety in these fatty acids. And when you're choosing meat, you're getting much more omega-3 in the grass-fed variety than the omega-6, which is when the animal has been fed a lot of grain and soy. This is not beneficial. So when you're getting grass-fed, you're getting a good balance of saturated fat as well as the omega-3 uh, fatty acids as well in a good steak. And remember, a good natural-raised pork, lamb, half of it, 48-49%, is monounsaturated. It is naturally monounsaturated when the animal is fed right. That's like an olive oil. So have that rack of lamb, drizzle some olive oil into your beautiful salad. Enjoy, you know, a side of, of asparagus or broccoli or Brussels sprouts or some other vegetable of choice. You're getting plenty of good and essential fatty acids for a well-rounded fatty acid intake. And when you're eating very well and getting the proper micronutrients, and minerals. Your desaturase pathways are working optimally and creating the fats out of the fats you currently eat, like saturated fats, and creating the fats that your body needs by desaturating them. Isn't the body amazing? And don't forget the late Mary Enig, PhD. She was like the, the expert on fatty acids you want to eat them in the vessel they were brought in. You want to eat them in, in the macadamia nut, right? You don't want to eat them. You want to eat them if you're eating corn. Eat the corn. Don't extract the oil. If you're having uh, sunflower oil, eat sunflowers, but don't extract the oil. You understand? The oils were not meant to be processed this way and used this way. So we have to reconsider our use of these vegetable oils. They're not the best thing. I want to thank Nate for sending this question. And again, you can email your questions to questions at drhoffman.net. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. 
I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.